Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday. We're only a couple days away from Friday. Yeah, I try to make it sound good, okay? I know, it's still a long ways away. Oh, man, is it? Anyway, today, welcome to the first uh, segment of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. You can continue with the second segment when uh, China Dow joins us, and we have all types of good fun over on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Or you can listen to the replay of the entire show over on Spotify, iTunes, all the major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to pound rock out, baby. So welcome to the radio show. We got a good one for you today. I wanted to talk about prosecutorial misconduct. Yeah, when the prosecutors act like a bunch of schmucks. And how it really affects a court case. Now, this happened to two motorcycle clubs. One of the most famous is Jake's. He was a bandito involved in Waco Twin Peaks. Actually, he was the only biker to go to trial. And it ended up in a mistrial. And we learned a lot during that case we actually had casey gotro on i call her the pit bull and she explained a lot that the prosecution was doing that was some serious misconduct the problem in texas is everybody's tied at the hip it's like the good old boys club and the judge seemed to let them get away with everything and anything a prosecutor in a case is required to hand over evidence to the defense. This didn't happen. As you know, over 177 people were arrested. And again, only Jake went to trial. All the other charges were dismissed. Sad state of affairs, it really is. Sad state of affairs. And what we learned is the lengths a Bolrena would go. I know. Everybody's saying, yeah, that's what they always do. Well, I agree. Especially when it comes to clubs. Because they're usually high-profile types of TV events. Now, nobody can say that Waco Twin Peaks wasn't a big story, man. That was all over the United Damn States, all over the world. They had it on every news channel, every freaking buddy, and their mother was jumping out to get interviewed during these deals. But behind that, everybody was forgetting 
people lost jobs, they lost wives, they lost families. The entire ordeal that them people must have went through is unconscionable. Especially ones that were just there for a COC meeting, and next thing you know, and you can see it, they were running away from the scene, and the cops gobbling up and all that stuff. The Abel Reina actually had just a sheet of paper where they would fill in their names and then take them away. At the time, I was calling it like a, the biggest Gestapo action in the United States history, man. Because that's what it was. A Gestapo action. I never seen it happen before like that. 177 people just arrested, no evidence, no nothing, no investigations. It was boom, let's throw them in jail. Sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs. And we learn a lot in that trial. How the police acted how they knew about it beforehand, how they had information that something like that was going to happen. So why the hell didn't they stop it? It's not in their best interest to stop it. Usually cops, when they get information, when two major freaking clubs are getting together, they're going to keep them apart from each other. I know that happens in Illinois all the time. Well, it didn't happen down there. And right now... All these years later, the civil cases hopefully are going forward. I didn't check on that. I knew that they were trying to dismiss a bunch of them, which if the judge does that, he's a son of a gun, let me tell you. Because, again, these people lost everything. Everything. It is a truly a sad state of affairs. Now, I want to go over this right here. And we're going to show you. There are four types of prosecutorial conduct. Misconduct. Uh, offering inadmissible evidence in court. Suppressing evidence from the defense. Encouraging deceit from witnesses. And bluffing threats or intimidation. Man, that's uh, a usual... Stay in a prosecutor's freaking uh, job, isn't it? Threaten people? They use threats every day, so I don't know why everybody don't have uh, misconduct charges. You know, you, they want to make a deal. You either take this or we're going for this. Sounds like a threat to me, man. Big threat, because they know most people are going to take the deal over the big time. By the way, never take the first deal. Sit there and use it as a negotiation, is what I say. But this case affected not only the people involved, but till to this day, it's affecting everybody down in Texas. The profiling down there is horrendous. Horrendous. And I believe because it's the state of mind in Texas. Cops can do no wrong. Look at Waco. Even after all this, now they got a gang center down there. And I'm sure they're using that one to their advantage. With this good old boy club that they got down there. 
it seems like no justice could ever happen. Let's look at uh, even uh, KCENTV was talking about it at the time. Four years after Twin Peaks shooting, only one biker stood still. Now, what does that title tell me? It tells me they're pissed. Because you know the tax dollars people had to pay out for this debacle? Millions. Not to mention seeing this on TV, in the newspaper, every single day. They arrested 177 people at the Twin Peaks shooting in 2015. Four years later, only one person stood trial. All of the cases have been dismissed. And they were only dismissed because bikers down there said enough's enough. And they got, I love it too, Abel Reina thrown out by a 20-point margin. And he was an incumbent. That's what bikers can do when they come together. Let's listen. Many were shocked when they found out that no one would be held responsible for the deadly shootout. The first trial cost the county more than a million dollars, and some attorneys say the pending civil cases may cost taxpayers even more money in the long run. Images of hundreds of bikers at the local Twin Peaks restaurant, some with guns blazing, is an image that Waco won't soon forget. The great majority of them had guns, knives, hatchets, other deadly weapons with them. After the bullets stopped, nine people were dead and nearly two dozen others injured. In 2017, more than two years later, Jake Carazal, a vice president of the Dallas Banditos, was the first, and as it turns out, the only biker to go on trial. I'm a bandito, and I'm look at, looked at like a criminal. Carazal's trial ended in a hung jury. Just a few months later, former District Attorney Abel Reyna dismissed more than half of the cases. Reyna lost to Barry Johnson in the 2018 election, and in April of this year, Johnson dismissed the remaining 24 cases. This is very true. Barry Johnson beat him. That's the one that everybody was supporting to get him in. And he dismissed the last 24 but this was a nightmare from the beginning. And you heard right there, a million dollars just for his trial alone. And then the civil suits, we don't know what's going to happen there. You know, if he does get them dismissed, the appeals, all that BS, the whole nine yards. What's more disturbing about this trial is one of the jurors... One of the jurors. Now, everybody knows what a mistrial is, right? That's when one of the deals or some stupid stuff discovered or one of the jurors will not change their mind. There's a hung jury, that type of stuff. Well, it turns out, and I'll have to say, man, this has to be uh, misconduct. One of the jurors knew the Cossacks really well. Everybody else was for acquittal, and he wouldn't do it. He even stated this 
on his juror questionnaire form. How the hell was he allowed to be on the jury? How in the hell did the judge allow him to be on the jury? It was one guy. One guy. See how much the deck was stacked right there. Usually a mistrial is good in a criminal case, but not this one, because he should have walked away free. The charges were later dropped because they knew damn well they'd get their ass kicked again if he went to trial again. And they were already looking to get out of Abel Reyna's uh, shadow. I'm talking about Barry Johnson here. But this lasted for what, three years? Three years! Until the remaining 24s were finally dismissed. He called the shooting a tragic, tongue tied again, man. Tragic uh, loss of life, but said there wasn't enough evidence to prove the cases beyond a reasonable doubt. Big money was spent, $1 million plus an extra 500000 for security and overtime in that deal. One man caused a nightmare for 177 people and 177 people's families. Destroyed them. Why? Because he's seeing this case as his ticket to the governorship. That's why he did it. Furthermore, the El Paso Times, the mistrial declared in Waco for the Banditos, uh, he declared a mistrial in the case involving the leader, which we know who it is. It comes a week after a mistrial was declared in the El Paso case where a Banditos member was accused in the beating of two rival motorcycle club members. Jurors had deliberated for 14 hours in the trial of Christopher J. Carazel, the president of the Banditos Dallas chapter. He testified that a rival biker club, the Cossacks, provoked the attack. Blah, blah, blah. No retrial was immediately scheduled. Now, let me see here. Where it, uh, here it is. Biker gangs are a small but violent criminal force in the United States with some 44,000 members or associates of a handful of outlaw gangs, according to the FBI at the time. The Banditos founded in Texas is among the largest of the criminal gangs. The Cossacks were considered less violent. Arizal's attorney, Casey, had complained before and during the trial about delays in receiving evidence from prosecutors and law enforcement agencies that she was entitled to. Bad thing happened to Casey, man. Uh, you know what? She put her effort big time into this. She was only paid $8,000 for a portion of her expenses and fees. And she couldn't afford a retrial. This was her quote. It took a long time for me to start getting paid. But I believed in him and felt like he needed some help. 
It took a pretty good financial, she did, financial hickey. I love how she talks, man. You know what? You ever hear that episode? It's, it's awesome. And she couldn't afford to do it again. So, this was before the retrial and all that stuff was dropped. Then there's the case against the Bagos. This was a recent one in 2020, last year. They had to dismiss everything. Why? And it's funny how the Associated Press by Ken Ritter uh, says, A long and troubled federal prosecution. Long and troubled prosecution in Nevada of current and former Bagos biker gangs members from California accused of running an international criminal enterprise and killing a rival Hells Angel leader. Gloria Navarro, which was a good judge, approved the request to dismiss charges against 11 defendants. They stuck together. They didn't rat on each other except this one idiot. And it goes on, the lawyer said this case was precipitated on lies. And they knew it. They knew it. The frickin' prosecutors knew it. Unreal. They have a history of misconduct. Last month, yeah, we lied. Messages show prosecutors panic over missteps in federal case. Newly disclosed documents from inside the U.S. Attorney Office in Manhattan captured a sense of panic and dread among prosecutors and their supervisors as one of their cases collapsed last year amid allegation of government misconduct. See, the problem with people is they always believe that prosecutors and cops can do no wrong. Do you know why a lawyer goes in to be a prosecutor? They got ambitions of a political career. That's why they settle for peanuts as salary. But they also like the damn power. But mostly because they want to go into politics. And what is a politician? They are a liar. They're liars. No ifs, ands, or buts. They're liars. So what would make them any different? I know Freddie uh, from the Pagans sent me some paperwork. The prosecutor that prosecuted him is now being sued for misconduct. And I'm going through all the paperwork right now. And boy, oh boy, did he. They have dates, times, the whole nine yards. I personally think that anybody prosecuted by him should get a new trial. Prosecutors in the Southern District of New York wrote each other in March of 2020 that, yeah, we lied in a letter to Judge Allison Nathan about a key document it had failed to share with defense lawyers. That is the number one thing that they always do. 
They won't share what they got with the defense, even though that is required, and that's your constitutional right right there to due process. The office later retreated, of course, arguing instead that trouble resulted from a rush to file papers under a tight deadline. Then they also revealed in another exchange, one supervisor in the Terrorism and International Narcotics section emailed his co-chief after the problems began to surface that the trial team had done some, quote, pretty aggressive stuff here over the last few days. This is going to be a bloodbath, the other supervisor replied. Earlier, a juror, junior lawyer on the case suggested they, quote, bury it in a stack of other papers they provided the defendant, apparently in hopes the critical document would be overlooked during a rush to trial. Hmm. Nathan, who's the judge, did not conclude. Of course they wouldn't because they go out to dinner all the time together. The U.S. Attorney's Office is engaged in intentional wrongdoing, but she has referred lawyers there to the Office of Professional Responsibility at Justice Department Headquarters, a unit that investigates attorney misconduct. The judge also asked FBI inspectors to probe separate allegations against FBI agents on the case. Oh, yeah. FBI, no good sometimes. No good. It's all about meeting their goals. Hey, it's human nature. It really is. It's human nature to want to be able to move ahead in life. But what kind of ethics and what kind of morals do you have to send somebody to jail that didn't do nothing just because you want to get ahead in your profession? Same thing I asked law enforcement. Why? Are you that butthurt over something that happened to you in the past that you have to inflict pain on others? Many people are going to start forgetting about what happened in Waco. They did already with the first Waco debacle with uh, David Koresh, with the ATF. The ATF was responsible for that. They didn't have to end it the way they ended it. And they sure to hell didn't need to go busting down doors with women and kids in there. That was their fault. But people forgot. Many of you probably weren't born. But now we have a second Waco. And I'm hoping that every single damn biker remembers it. Because they should. That was the start of the hardcore profiling deal. It's like everybody in Texas with the cops reached out through the United States and say, let's screw with everybody. That's what it was like after Waco, man. Before then, it wasn't that bad. It was, you know, in some parts or some cities or something like that, but never as bad as we seen it in Waco. And now in Texas, it's insane some of the stuff they're doing to club members down there. 
And they'll always come back and say, well, we're just doing it to protect the public. Ain't that their favorite thing to say? We're doing it to protect the public. So in your effort to protect the public, you arrested 177 people, most of all whom weren't even involved. And you destroyed everything for them. One of the uh, former Cossacks that I interviewed, he passed away because of the stress, I believe, on his heart. Others losing their jobs. Man, we're talking about good-paying jobs. Can't get security clearances anymore. Why? Because one man wanted to run for the governor's office? That's sickening, it really is. It's, it's downright sickening, if you ask me. You gotta hold people accountable. And I think that's the reason why I get all freaking bent out of shape is it's not hard to pick up a phone and call a representative or call this person or that person and let it be known that you don't approve of what happened. But many people are, well, let's put it the way it is. They're just plain too damn lazy to do that. So these people get away with everything. So hopefully you guys uh, go back in time, research some of this on this case, and start holding people accountable. We're going to go to the second half of the show right now over on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com with China Doll. Have some interesting topics to talk about. Listen to some good tunes. And don't forget, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, Rock with Hollywood, baby. We got an hour of messing around, playing some songs, having a good time over on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com again. WMMRDB Rockford. So, with that, don't forget, guys, to subscribe, pass us around. It really helps the show, especially when we're throttled down like we are. So, that helps us. Put us on the social media page and tell everyone to pass us. Rock and roll, man. I'll see you on the next segment right now. Once in a while, we just have to say it. Focus. That's what I was thinking. Focus. Whatever. People do vote for radio stations. Radio stations. If you want modern rock. WMMR DB Rockford. This radio station plays more music. More music like this. I went to a party For bikers, anyway. Yeah, no kidding. I love my radio. I do, too. I was talking about doing a pirate radio station. I think I'd have all kinds of fun. You know me. Yeah. You know, that I can mention where you work and stuff, and everybody in Rockton that listens to me (laughs) will give you all kinds of shit. (laughs) 
because I love it. I love giving you shit. I love giving you headaches because you always give me headaches. Well, so far it's not working. <laughs> what do you mean so far it ain't working? No, it's just not working. It's not working for you. It's not working for me. No. Nobody's coming in giving me shit. Well, besides the idiots that are just idiots all in general. So it ain't working that I'm giving you a headache. No, not yet. Jesus fucking Christ. You sure I'm not giving you a headache yet? Oh, come on. You know I am, baby. Ooh, yeah. I totally need a different theme song. Black Widow's old lady over here. Shut the hell up. That's who you remind me of. I so need a different theme song. Nope, that's your theme song. No. Hollywood picks it out. He's the producer. He's the host. I get to pick it out. So wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Fuck. You're going to make it where I'm not going to want to be sitting in this chair. (laughs) Oh, too bad. We're tied at the hip now. Yeah, I know. So, you're writing the last chapter of my book currently. Yeah. Which will be out on the first. Yeah. Took a couple extra weeks, but we'll get her done. Yeah. So, you're writing the last chapter. Yeah. So, how nice am I to let you write that last chapter? Very. So... You say I give you headaches, you don't like my theme song for you. No. That's bullshit. I don't like it. Can you, <laughs> can you pick a better one? No. No? No. Everybody's going to know you by this. <laughs> yes. Why? So every time they hear that, they're going to think of China Dow. Oh, God. Hopefully nobody really hears it other than here. <laughs> <laughs> I should put it on Facebook. No. You know, because I got, no. what, almost 80,000 followers over there or something like oh, that God, on Facebook. No. I'll put it over there to have fun. What are you going to do, pop a picture of me up and just have the song in the background? Yes. That is, oh, that's perfect. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have given you the idea. That is perfect. No. No, it's not. No. Uh come on. No. Yeah. It's just wrong on so many levels. Anyway, where I'm going to be covering this year so far. Yes, yes, yes. You're going to need these days off, so I hope you got a pen. I don't. The Redneck Revival Adult Biker Party. May 28th through the 30th. We're going to do one day there. Probably the 29th of Saturday. Okay. You know, they got it's a motorcycle deal, you to bring your hot rods, all that type of stuff. Alright. I should bring my Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna be at the A Beta Wisconsin Summer Hummer rally. Now, I'm hoping that when they're talking Hummer I'm hoping they're talking blowjobs and not vehicle. <laughs> right? <laughs> Summer Hummer. Whoever came up with that shit. I don't know, but that's kind of funny. That is the 18th through the 20th. Again, I'll be there one day. 18th through the 20th of what? June. Oh. I'm giving you plenty of time here. Yeah. So, uh, the 29th and the 19th. And then, of course, Rumble in the Woods. Yes, our event. Our event. Yeah. Seaward Bluffs. Yes. They better get their damn freaking camp spot before it's too late. Yes. They better. You can go to the Winnebago County Forest Preserve website. Yes. Seward Bluffs. 
Southwest. Southwest. And what area are we in? Well, we're like 20 or 21 or 22 or whatever. Yeah. Just pick a spot. Everybody's going to end up all together anyways. <laughs> no, because we're on one side of the park. Well, yeah. Well, we've got people in like site 3 and 4 and mm. in the 20s and in the teens. and Right. We're all in the same similar area. Hmm. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah, they can actually, if they're members, they can go on members only, and uh, maybe I'll just repin it, and you can see who's at what site. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Yeah. But we're going to do some coverage at them events. You know, I want to pick out a ride or two, you know, a charity poker run and stuff, and film that, and have a good time. i got to get some work out of this drone. <laughs> yeah, your drone's getting kind of bored. You're damn right, man. I haven't used it. No. It looks good in the box. Right? Yeah. You know, and you got to get you some use out of your helmet. I got to get use some use out of my new uh, Moto Vlog stuff. So we're going to have some fun. So if you guys want to join me at those events, just go ahead and uh, put it in Discord. Again, uh, the 19th of May, the Redneck Revival. Uh... No, now that uh, I screwed that fucking up big time. Damn, you can't read. No, the 29th uh, in May. Uh, I believe that's Labor Day or Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, it and is. And then the 19th uh, at the Wisconsin Summer Hummer. The Summer Hummer. And then, uh, again, it's a members-only deal uh, Rumbles in the Woods. Yeah. Members-only can go there. Yes. Members only. So we'll be there having fun. China Doll's going to be up there. I think you guys have a great freaking time. I got to welcome Tom McAuliffe. He is a new Throttle member. Welcome. Welcome, Thomas. Welcome to the crazy family. So, what are we hearing in general right now? Well, let's take a look. Dun, 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 dun. See, now you got me huh? You're, uh, an you're humming your own theme song. You're an asshole. All right, let's see. We got... She reads fucking slow, man. Lissa saying it's time to move into a bubble and be done with it. Shit is going to break out soon if it keeps, doing, keeps going like this. Mm-hmm. Then you got Henry J. saying, I guess I'm a racist. I hate the left. <laughs> Damn you. Then you got Morbic. If you keep the public fighting against each other, then they're too busy to fight against the system. Very true, Morbic. You know what? That's a great point. Yeah, 100%. You know, I guess it takes off uh, all the spotlight on uh, Beijing Biden. Because yeah. that dude hasn't done nothing. Now he wants to raise taxes. Why are you calling him Beijing Biting? I like it better when you call him Uncle Touchy. Because <laughs> I call him Beijing Biden because he's sleeping with Chi, the president of China. You know. Yeah. But, you know, them kind of peoples. Uncle Touchy. Uncle Touchy. Yeah. Because he's so creepy. He is. <laughs> he's like but that's so a good creepy. point that they keep us all fighting in order... They keep to advance their deal. They're keeping us distracted, is what they're doing. And people fall for it. Yes. Yes. So, I got a huge news story in here. I got a huge one. What's that? People have to hear this. Alright, bring it. A Florida man uh, was caught publicly jerking with a jerkin in his behind. 
A what? Yes. A pickle? A pickle. Dude was sticking a pickle up his butthole? Uh, Tampa Bay man uh, was arrested for allegedly masturbating on private property with an uneaten pickle inserted into his rectum. What the fuck? <laughs> Eric Deasy, 47, of, uh, he was lying in the yard of a townhouse while pleasuring himself with one hand and a pickle in the other. What the fuck? According to a rest complaint, he is facing a charge of exposure of sexual organs, uh, is reportedly being held in custody on a $150 bond. My, what is the what the hell? Really? He he was jer- jerking a jerking. He was jerking, and he had a pickle up his butt. <laughs> a pickle in his butthole. I think he'd been listening to you too much, dude. I don't stick pickles nowhere. No, but you'd at one time talking about how you can uh, get uh, pleasure if you stick something up on a man's rectum. What? He that's took where it, y'all's G-spot is. He took it a little far and stuck a pickle. He stuck a pickle in his butthole and got busted. <laughs> what a dumb How man. embarrassing. Do we tell people don't listen to what we say? <laughs> I don't know. Could you imagine sitting in a cell right now next to, uh, you know, some biker that is... I the biker know. that stole the peanut butter? Yes. Maybe. You know what? I bet these two would get along. I know, dip the peanut butter in the... Ew, never mind! <laughs> ew, put the pickle in the peanut butter! Put it in the peanut butter, insert! <coughs> and then this... You know what? He, I bet he'd be a freaky do that, and he'd have a dog licking his ass. <coughs> but anyway... Gross. Could you imagine Peanut Butter Biker and him sitting in a cell... Talking about why they're in there. Why they're in there. <laughs> hey man, what you in for? I stole three packages of peanut butter from a gas station. <laughs> What'd you do? I was jerking and sticking a pickle up my butthole. Debbie, what? what the fuck? What is going on with people nowadays? <laughs> 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 Fucking tards. <laughs> that is nasty business, literally. That's just Dude's just laying out on the lawn. And not even his lawn. No, it's a stranger's. <laughs> He's laying in somebody else's lawn. <laughs> I bet I bet he just had no care in the world. I mean, if you do that, do it in your own yard, man. <laughs> Don't go to some random person's house. Can you... I have to feel if he has a girlfriend, but of course, you know, he might have a boyfriend sticking a pickle up his ass. I feel for him. What the hell? That's just wrong. Could I, you imagine, oh you know, we got like that Rockford scanner here. <laughs> the guys that go around and videotape random stuff and show it. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> Driving up on that. Now, what would you do if one of the, you know, your co-workers, yeah. husbands or boyfriends was busted and had that on Rockford Scanner? I would die laughing and never let them live it down. <laughs> I know you wouldn't because you're China now. You know, what? I, one of the first things I would do is buy them a jar of pickles. <laughs> be like... He might need more. <laughs> Just put a bow on it. <laughs> Present. <laughs> I would even be nice and put it in the gift bag. <laughs> That's nasty, man. That's nasty. 
you know, after hearing this story and what I kind of covered last night, I was thinking, you know, how do you have a better relationship? Because God knows something went wrong with him where he has to put a pickle up his butt. Dude, he just obviously wasn't in one. <laughs> I guess he has no romance. I wonder if he romanced the pickle. He bromanced it. I wonder if he took it out to dinner and... Maybe that was part of his dinner. Maybe. You say, <laughs> he I'm went out to dinner and there was a pickle on his plate. I'm going to save you. I'm saving you. But you owe me. You owe me for saving you. <laughs> Come on, let's go. <laughs> that is messed up. Did he lube it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he likes dry docking. I, I'm thinking he likes dry docking. Because if he's just carrying a random pickle, there's no moisture on that. Do you think they became best friends? Um, I think they got separated when he got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> they had to take that fucker into evidence. <laughs> you know, because I'm reading this deal here, and I'm just wondering if it applies to our pickle man. Uh, I I wonder, you know, when they're talking about romantic, uh, you know, him and the pickle <laughs> was based on passion and sexual attraction. Uh, that's what they say they have a better uh relationship they have to have passion together yeah i feel for the pickle now (laughs) thank god that thing's in an evidence bag (laughs) could you imagine that him going to trial and i want a jury trial say what (laughs) (laughs) the hell you talking about jack i want a jury trial and then you gotta you know have a pickle that was in his rectum in a Ziploc bag. In a Ziploc bag. <laughs> Evidence number one. We'll name it A. <laughs> no, no, his name is... Best friends, fondness, and deep affections. I guess he did have an affection for pickles. I guess. Just like the peanut butter biker. Really needed that peanut butter. Which, by the way, hide your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches around this dude. Man, they they made that club look so freaking bad. If y'all have time, man, you should go back and see that video because the comments on that video are freaking to die for. They're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I was me, me, me and our me and Corey, our son, we were reading them the other night. We were reading all the comments and we're just like dying. Like somebody posted that uh, they went and added the peanut butter bag to the wiki page. Yeah, but then somebody. I think took it down because Corey and I went and looked and it's not there. Yeah, they had to take it down or something. Yeah, but that was funny. But that was a real thing, so I don't know why they took it down. They put it on the club's page. The club was like, you better get that shit down. Yeah, and they took it down. But the funny, it's like not even so much that, but just the comments that people are making on that video alone. There's like and this is a major 1% yeah. club he's in. Yeah. And so he wore his patch on camera. Along with his other buddies that were in there with theirs on. So it's like the comments on that video are freaking priceless. They are freaking priceless. Do you think he actually had feelings invoked by flirtation or, you know, feeling challenged by the pickle? Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Why are we still talking about this pickle? <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm assuming he did if he stuck it in his butthole. You know, I've heard of, you know, freaks, you know, guys that are freaks sticking, you know. Gerbils. Gerbils up there. (laughs) Dildos up there. You know, maybe you shouldn't have put that picture of your new vibrator and toy 
and the ladies triple X because you're gonna have some of these freaks in our Discord go buy one and stick it up their rectum. Yeah, well that's external use only. It's Just waterproof, so. you said. It's waterproof, but it is external use only. It's not to be inserted. Does that say it on the directions? No, because on the directions it just talks about how it's a massager, which means external use. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you think, you know, that pickle is going to, or him, that, you know, if somebody touches his pickle, he's going to have jealousy or anything? I'm wondering if he's going through withdrawal right now because the pickle is in evidence. (laughs) (laughs) I need to see my best friend. Well, your best friend's in evidence right now. We so cannot. he was caught jerking off and putting a pickle in his butt. The fuck? What does he actually do at home is the question. What the hell's he sticking in his butt at home? That reminds me of that, what, sex in the ER deal that you watched. <laughs> Could you imagine him going in there and he's got a pickle? Shoved up his butt because he shoved it in too far? Them damn doctors would be like, what in the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, sex brought him to the ER. He's got a pickle stuck in his butthole. I wonder if he tried to hide the evidence when they arrested him. I get, you know, they'll try to do that shit in the joint and stuff, but there's reasons for that, man. You want to get your dope and you want to get some other stuff in Yeah, there. but I'm wondering if, like, when they went to arrest him, if he tried to, like, hide it so he can save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I guess they Only have. your blonde-ass <laughs> mind would think that. <laughs> but I guess they have body cavity searches, right? I don't know. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I just thought, uh, it just fit. (laughs) It just fit, right? (laughs) Oh, shit, I don't want them getting that from me. And, you know, the pickles usually, you know, know, wither up and get all gross and stuff like that. Yeah. How do you think he would go about bringing them back to life? No, you just have to trade up and get a cucumber, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he should listen to Eva Essence, Bring Me to Life. Maybe she has <laughs> Maybe she's, she's has some suge- suggestions, suggestions for him. <laughs>
Rock On with Hollywood every Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bring your 420 and sit your ass back up, up, pass, and have a good time with Hollywood. Oh, yeah, man. Come on at 7 uh, p.m. Central Standard Time. Listen to me on Rockin' with Hollywood. I have some interesting stuff I talk about. You do. I get nuts on my show. Yeah, you might as well just bury your nuts on your show. For I'm fuck telling sakes. you. What the hell? You know, you sitting there looking at me all wide-eyed last night on Discord and stuff. Dude, like, I got... what the hell's wrong with you, man? Yeah, how funny that it was so slow all day until you went on the air, and then every time a customer came in, I'm like, damn it! Throwing my earbud down and walking over. I'm like, fuckers, missing some good shit. Amber, she didn't listen? Autumn. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, she was listening. She loves my show, don't she? She does. <laughs> she does. Howard Stern and Mancow don't have shit on me. No, she thinks you're hilarious. Uh, Opie and all them don't have nothing. And she cracks up. She's like, what's he talking about now? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what? I'm so excited right now. I'm going to go to our uh, numbers over on the radio. And this is a first for... The second half of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem on the radio. What's that? 1,500 people right now are listening live. Well, hi. Hi. Hey. How y'all doing? It looks like every country but one, you assholes in Romania, <laughs> are, not, are listening to us right now. Russia, Australia, South uh, America, uh, Brazil, Peru. That is awesome, man. No wonder they put uh, these foreign language commercials on my stuff now. Yeah, I actually heard one the other day. You heard one? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are they saying? They I don't even know what language it was, to be honest with you. That's showing you how much reach we're getting right now, and I bet they're happy at Xeno right now. Because the downloads with the apps are insane. Did you know they just gave me a phone number? If people can't catch us on the app or online, it's like for countries that uh, don't have good stuff. They gave a phone number to me now. They assigned my station a number where people can call that number and listen to me. What? Yes. No way. That's freaking amazing, ain't it? That's insane. I was like, damn, man. So what, man. they just call that number and put it on speakerphone or put their earbuds in and just listen? Then just listen. That's cool. That is some neat stuff, ain't it? I want to try it later. Can I have the number later? Yeah, I'm going to pop it right now. I got to, because I closed my window and I got to get back in here. Uh, what is my phone number here? And, you know, if you guys want to listen, you know, at work and stuff on the phone or whatever the hell it is, it is 667 Nine three zero, nine three eight four. Wow, that's all amazing. you have to do is call in the number. You to listen to the radio station right there and then. Wow, six six seven, nine three zero, nine three eight four. That is huge, man. That's how good this radio is popping worldwide, and that we're getting a lot of shares over in Europe. That's awesome. Wow, that's cool. Fifteen hundred people. Yeah. So my next goal is 2,000. <laughs> Let's do it. Do it. My next goal is 2,000. So you guys got to share the hell out of the radio station, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Uh, I really appreciate it, man. All the support I get from, you know, even though I'm a wacky kind of guy, 
uh, people still hang around, listen and stuff, listen, listen to me babble, so. Who's ever calling? I can't answer the phone. <laughs> anyway, that is this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. The first half is over on YouTube. You to check that out. Uh, this one will be over. The full uh, replay of the show will be over on Spotify, iTunes, and all the rest. So, with that, don't forget to like and subscribe. What the fuck? Now it's an exit song, too. Now it's an exit song. It's re you know what? Every time you hear it, remember... This is China. I'll see you guys tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You're back over to the DJ.